Welcome back to episode 44 of the Split the Seam podcast. And gentlemen, 44 is now going to be a special number for us because uh, this is one year. This is this is what we're donning one year doing this podcast. Uh, safe to say a lot has gone on since we started. Well, 44 was already a special number for you and I, Leo. Oh, yeah, true. So it's basically, it's it's destiny, honestly, at this point. Um Crazy to think we're a year through, guys. We've uh, we've gone through a whole NFL season. We're about to dive into our second one, and sooner or later, we're going to be done with base. It's just crazy to think. It's been a wild ride. And I don't know any fleeting comments from you guys. Anything sentimental before we get back into daily business? I look forward to winning our standings or whatever again. Okay, Dom. Thanks for being real. I hate humble. you, Josh. Say something. Josh, Very please humble. say something better than that. Oh wow. <laughs> Josh Josh was frozen, but Josh is back to us, I think. Oh, okay. Well, Josh, Josh I wanted to say something. I want to see if you had anything sentimental to say about I'm, I'm frozen and now I'm back. Okay, here we are. Um, what was the question? I was just curious say if something. you want to say anything say sentimental something cool. about a year. Oh, something pod. sentimental. No, it's been a lot of fun doing this for the past year. I'm glad we're gonna do it for another year. It's been a lot of fun and I'm excited to get back into another year of football. It's going to be a great season and I'm looking forward to spending the season talking about it with you idiots. See Dom, that's what I wanted to hear from you. <laughs> that's what you need to say. Not, I can't wait to win it again. Win the standings again. Oh, whatever, man. Okay. Anyways. Uh, no yeah. Like he's not going to win it this year. So it's fine. We'll we'll see we'll see he's he's a defending champion in a lot of things football so we'll we'll see how it goes for Dom this year. Uh, anyways, speaking of football, we will. Um, ju- we didn't discuss this off air, so I'm discussing it on air now. Are okay. we doing points for our full season preview picks like we were doing for week? No, picks? that's too much to keep track. That's of. too much to keep track of. Out. We're just gonna throw them out there okay. and like if yeah if you get something okay. right, you can, like fine. rub it on them with faces. Yeah, but exactly. Uh, Speaking of that, you gloat about it. Gloat about it. Uh, we're recording this. We're recording this Wednesday night. Uh, so this is before Tampa, Dallas, and uh, we're gonna go through a lot of awards, some fun questions, and name some guys and teams and coaches to it. So it's like some, you know, some early pre preseason before the season, like awards. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm trying to get to here. But so I think where do you, where do you guys think we should start? Because there's a lot. We have a we have a lot of a lot of things to say uh, about the league. Obviously, do, you, you guys have any preference on where you'd want to start this off at? Do Do we want to start with season predictions as far as teams who's making the Super Bowl and winning it, or do you want to save that for the end? Start with the individual awards. What are we thinking? Start with individual. Yeah, I was going to say, leave right, the Super Bowl. Bottom right up. Then. All right. Uh, or do we so want to do individual awards, then our week one picks, and then our season-long picks? That's the, the way to do it. Okay. All right. So we'll do individual picks. We'll start with uh, either offensive. We'll go We'll go, We'll go. go offense. Nah, we'll go defensive rookie of the year. Uh, we'll start with defensive rookie of the year. What do, Josh, who do, you, who do you think is going to be your defensive rookie of the year? In 2021. I, I went with Zayvon Collins here. Actually, I liked the way he was out of the draft. He was a prospect I was very intrigued in, and I was very clear about that during the draft process. And I was happy to see he went to a team in Arizona that I think is going to be a nice fit for him. They have a good young linebacking core with uh, Isaiah Simmons, the kid they drafted last year as well. I'm blanking on where he went to school now. If someone can remind me, but he's a very talented player as well. And 
It's not Clemson, uh, is it? That, no. I feel Isaiah, like it is, but I don't know. I feel like I would have remembered that if it was Clemson. I know, but I feel like it's it's got to be Clemson. I, I think, think it is Clemson. I, I think he wore like 48 or something. He wore like 40 something. Yeah, keep going though. I don't know. I, I think Collins is a really good player, and I think he's going to be a comfortable fit there, and he's my pick for defensive rookie of the year. Okay. All right. Um, I like that one. I, I, I love Collins. Um, that's not my pick, though. Dom, defensive I'll, rookie of the year. I also like that pick. Yeah. Uh, Clemson. <laughs> the site that I interned for, <clears throat> they just ran a documentary 17 minutes long about saving Collins. I thought it was really cool. So uh, rooting for that guy. And I guess I'll also root for your pick as well, because that's cool. But my defensive rookie of the year is cornerback from Alabama, Patrick Sertain. I think he's going to be a lockdown corner for one of the defenses for one of the league's best defenses. And I think that's going to make a lot of traction. You know, defensive rookie of the year is always a really weird award because obviously the lights don't always shine as bright on defensive players. And stats can be very iffy when it comes to defenders and hard to compare uh, when you look at pass rushers, when you look at linebackers, when you look at secondary. So it just kind of goes based off of reputation sometimes. I think that Sertain, if he can be one of the primary corners for Denver and lock down alongside with Kendall Fuller, or sorry, Kyle Fuller, uh, they're going to have a really good secondary. And I think Sertain could be part of that and he wins rookie of the year. Dom, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I, there's not a clearer pick for me here than Sertain. I mean, it's not just... I'm, you talked about his skill set and everything, but I'm going to comment on just like the situation you're in because all these awards, like a majority of them, I think we can all agree, your situation plays a role in them, correct? You know, the team you're on, how they're expected to play. Denver's defense is stacked across the board, and they're not even going to require Sertain to be the number one corner guarding the best guys. That's probably not going to be his job. It's going to probably be Kyle Fuller. Uh, unless Sertain is really well and Kyle Fuller doesn't, they're going to, they may put him in that spot, but I think you're going to see Sertain thrive, locking down the number two ish guys. He's going to have some nice flashy picks with athleticism and he's going to be that defensive rookie of the year on a defense that is slated to be, could be best in the league. They have the ceiling to do it. They're already probably they're no matter what going to finish top five, they could be the best defense in the league. And it's a team, yeah. So Sertain is an easy pick for me. Uh, I do like Collins. I know me and Josh, when the dra- draft came around, we were talking a lot about Collins. That's another good pick. So I like all of our picks. Um, do we just want to get out of the way? Are we are we not all going T Law for offensive rookie of the year? Are we? Are we not? I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, I mean, Josh's going Mac Jones. I did not. I went with Kyle Pitts. Okay, that's also a really good pick. I went Kyle Pitts. I just think he's going to be in an offense that's going to throw the ball 50 times a game, and I think he'll put up crazy numbers. Rookie quarterbacks are all difficult to predict, and Trevor can certainly win it, but I think you got to have a little fun. you got to go further down the board, and I think Pitts is the guy. I like that pick. I'm glad you didn't say Mac Jones. So Uh, I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. I mean, like – it's just the quarterback position. Like, I, I, honestly, like, let me put this out here, Josh. I would love for you to be right. I think that'd be awesome. I just think like, it's it's a quarterback, and I just think a quarterback's winning this award. I'm going to pick the quarterback that thinks going to play the best this year. Um, I would I would give Trey Lance a shout if I thought he was going to start. Quarterback earlier. had a great year last year and didn't win it. Who did win it? La- 
Herbert won it. Herbert won Herbert it. Won. Yeah, Josh Herbert won it. Yeah, Jefferson. Justin Herbert. Jefferson won. No, Jefferson didn't win. It. Oh, I don't. Why did I oh, think he shoot. did? Shoot, Herbert he won. Broke, well, I'm, I mean, I know Jefferson broke some rookie receiving records, but I don't think he won it. Justin Herbert, 2020 AP I offensive mean, rookie. Of the Herbert year. broke the touchdowns record too. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they go to the quarterback. All right. Um. Both oh, good picks. This is starting out kind of nice and calm. I wonder when it's going to take a turn. <laughs> um, it will. It w- I mean, it will. We get really <laughs> spirited with football. Uh, so we'll move on to. We'll go comeback player of the year. I think that's the the best award to go to. This isn't a shoo-in anymore because, you know, Alex Smith isn't cleared back to play in the league. Uh, as much as I thought it was last year, but I'm curious what you guys are thinking. Dom, I'll go to you first here. Do you have a comeback player of the year in mind here? I do. Stack Prescott. I feel like that's going to be the obvious choice. Yeah. And the way that he's performed over the first several years of his career, if he puts up anywhere near those type of numbers, especially playing for the Cowboys, he's going to win it. Yeah, Dom, I like that pick. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott, but I am going to give a shout out to one of the other the other two guys. I want to talk about them for a quick second. They're all both quarterbacks as well. Joe Burrow, obviously coming off that knee injury. Don't like the division he's in. Don't like the situation he's in. So I'm not going to pick. I, I wouldn't pick him there. Carson Wentz is another good shout. And I think he's in a better situation. And I, I understand if people pick Carson Wentz, but I don't know how healthy he's even going to be. He he's he's just too he might he's probably just gonna get injured again to be honest so i'll roll with dak uh dak dak is probably might even you know dak might have his best season with the offense he's in so i will roll with prescott as well yeah dak's definitely the popular pick definitely a heavy favorite and i chose not to go with him i was leaning towards carson wentz and then these injury concerns the past couple weeks have made me a little bit hesitant i went with saquon i've made it clear that i think this giants offense is going to find some success this year and if they do, and it's on Saquon's back, it's his. Tool. He's got a great shot at this thing. I really think it's a good pick. Another pick that I just want to shout out is Derwin James. That's one of the best safeties in the league. Very Missed talented. All of player. last year. So if he comes back and performs at a high level and leads the Chargers defense to the playoffs, you could see him winning that player that award too. Hundred percent. All right. I feel like this uh, is one of the hardest ones to predict. Oh yeah, I mean. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's one of the wacky awards, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move on to the bigger, we're, we're moving on to the big boys. Uh, so we're going to move on to defensive player of the year. Uh, this is a highly touted award. Who's the, who's the holder of it? Is it Donald right now? Did Donald it is Aaron Donald. Okay, He's going to yeah. win it again this year. Yeah. I mean, not surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't pick. I'm not going to pick against him. Josh, are you going to pick someone else? I'm not going to pick against Aaron Donald. Okay. I I can't take the popular guy. It's as easy as it is to pick Aaron Donald, being that he's the best defensive player in football. Things happen. It's football, and I'm going to go further down the board. Who do you guys think I took? Oh boy, I wonder. I won. I wonder who he took. Chase Young. Chase Young. Okay, that's a player. All right. I actually really like that pick. I should have known that you were going to say that, though. So I'm kind of mad at myself. I don't know how you didn't predict that one, but I, right. yeah. I, I don't want to pick the favorite in Aaron Donald. He's certainly the favorite, and it's hard to pick against him. But I think Chase Young has all the talent in the world. I've made that very clear, and 
I think this is the year he shows it. If Aaron Donald spanged up a little bit, maybe doesn't have the best year he's ever had, Case can challenge him. Well, we'll certainly see about that. And we will move on to Offensive Player of the Year, which usually... Not, not, I mean, this is really often given to the MVP as well, right? Or is that not a thing? Am I sometimes? Yeah. Like I went to Derek, I went to Derek Henry last year, but Aaron Rodgers won MVP. Yeah. I went to Christian McCaffrey a couple of years ago, but I thought it was always just whoever finishes like second in MVP voting because it's usually an offensive player, but Henry broke that trend. So I think it's not how it works, but I think they like to lean here. I think think that's just an easy pick. They seem to like to lean quarterback away from quarterbacks with offensive player of the year. It's kind of interesting. Like they, they like, they like to, they like to lean, you know, they obviously lean at quarterback heavy on MVP, but then they lean the opposite way. I mean, that's, that's why you saw Christian McCaffrey win it. He didn't win MVP that year though. Right. That was, that was, no. was that Lamar? I think so. Um, yeah. So no, they, Michael Thomas won it when Lamar won. Who won MVP the year McCaffrey won it? Christian McCaffrey has never won Offensive Player of the Year, according to oh, us. Dom. Fraudulent, Dom. Ah, Michael I'm Thomas sorry. won in 19. Mahomes won in 18. Gurley, 17. Okay. Yeah. Gurley was a baller that year. Yeah. It's so, been a quarterback three of the last six years, but only one of the last four. Interesting. I'll stick with Mahomes. Okay. Um, Dom, are you going Mahomes, or are you going to – Throw something out of the pocket here. I'm going to run out the one guy who's going to throw for 5,000 passing yards this year, Dak Prescott. Okay. Comeback player of the year and offensive player of the year. Nice little tandem. Uh, this is this. My pick is uh, <clears throat> my pick is not sponsored by a certain fantasy team, but I'm going to take Chris McCaffrey. Uh, I think he repeats another 1,000 rush yard, 1,000 receiving yard season. I am also linking this because I think Sam Darnold will have uh, Mark Markley better. Markley is not a word. Whatever. You know what I meant. Better year in a different system. Better head coach. Better basically everything. I think that will really help out Chris McCaffrey. And I think that the Panthers will be a lot better than people are expecting. And I think it's going to be on Christian McCaffrey's back. So I will give him the offensive player of the year that he probably should have won the year. Michael Thomas won it. If he didn't break the single season receiving record receptions record. So I'll give it to Christian McCaffrey. Um, and then for MVP Dom, I'm assuming that if you're having Dak throw over 5,000 yards, you're giving him the MVP along with offensive player of the year. It's correct. Dak Prescott will win an NFL MVP. And that foul. I think that's crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, well, Dom does have him in the playoffs, right? So that's no, I do. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I just don't like Dallas at all this year. I, I think the defense is going to hold them back a lot. I think coaching could hold them back a lot. Their own lines already having trouble too. I mean, they're not going to have Martin for game one. So um, not like they're going to win that game anyways. Uh, I will go Mahomes again. Listen, he's he's going to win it. I don't really know what else to say here. Right, Josh? I mean, we're same wave here. Mahomes, MVP. You're not Mahomes. Oh, Mike, it's Josh Allen. Joshua Patrick Allen, MVP. Okay, so he went homer. Fine. That's no, fine. I think he's going to win MVP. I think he had a great year last year. There's no sign of regression to me whatsoever. And I think he's going to improve even more upon last year. I really do. 
All right. Well, so I'll, I will be the one person to pick Mahomes to win an MVP. Weird sentence to say. Uh, he's only won one in his three seasons. So, yeah. Well, which is, like, which is a really dumb statement to say, but like, yeah, correct. Come on. <laughs> come on uh, let's, let's calm down here. Wasn't he runner up in like every year that he didn't too? He was at least a finalist, correct? Every, he's, he's got it. He was a, was he a finalist last year? Third last year. He was third yeah, okay. last year. Josh and then, seven. and then, 2019 was the year Lamar won. He won. No, no. 2019 was the year he won. 2018 was no, the year Lamar won. 2019 was the year Lamar won. 2018 Mahomes won MVP. Okay, he he was he was definitely runner up in 2019. Probably, then there's no shot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I I will I will give the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> yeah, can't get MVP shot. Thing. I mean, um, I guess someone has to do it, huh? So I'll do it. And that's individual. Oh no, we forgot one, guys. We I, we forgot to sneak one in. Uh, coach, coach of the year. Uh, so let's let Josh say Kyle Shanahan and get that one out. No, there. not Kyle Shanahan. Actually, uh, as much as I respect Kyle Shanahan and think he's one of the best coaches in the league, I think this goes to a coach on the other side of the ball, on the other side of the country as well. I'm going Riverboat Ron here. I think Ron Rivera gets it. Make that two. Good pick, Dom. Uh, that was going to be my shot. But I'm not, not going to do that now because I don't want to go. We all had Rob Rivera. Yeah, I did want to say I something. I did want to make an audible. I'm saying this now. I'm switching my NFC East division winner to the Dallas Cowboys for one reason and one reason only. Don't freak out before you say this. You're wrong. No, no. Listen, listen to me because this is this is this is like universal powers working here. No team has repeat won the NFC East in since in the 21st century. So I'm picking Dallas because I'm not betting against the universe. So I, I I'm, I'm fortunately going to say Dallas when, when the NFC East, I'm saying that right now, I can't believe I forgot about that rule, but um, yeah. So switching it to that, uh, I mean, like I, I want to pick riverboat Ron, but I also like don't want us to all pick the same person. Uh, I love riverboat Ron. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. Love the guy. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give the, this is going to be the Sean McVay year. Then if it's not riverboat Ron, it's, it's going to be McVay. Listen, he's got a way better quarterback. I I think that the, that is one of the offensive masterminds of the league currently. He will make a game plan for Stafford to be a dark horse MVP candidate and win the division. And that will earn him coach of the year again. So there we go. I'll sh- shout out Sean McVay for coach of the year. So there we go. All right. So that's all of the individual award. Yeah, I figured you would. I think that's all the individual awards. Uh, are we doing sleeper playoff team and hot take now or when we do Super Bowl? It's like when we when we talk about our teams that make the playoffs and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, I, thought we were gonna I, I thought we were just doing NFC, AFC winner and Super Bowl winner, correct? Sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, I feel like we should do that now before we get into week one stuff, to be honest with you. Very off the cuff right here. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like going week one and then looking ahead. I agree with Dom. Save the Super Bowl winner for the end. Okay. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking about everything. Uh, Okay. Well, we'll just do it that way. So we'll go to week one. Uh, It's, it's, it's been a hot minute. Oh shoot. I just realized I have to get stuff set up to take these fucking, (laughs) I have to write this stuff down. Um, Again, it's been a hot minute. Uh, okay, so we are going back to the same system we had before, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so it's 
We're picking every game. We're not picking spreads. That's not what we're doing here. It's also worth noting that we are tracking all of our picks against the spread separately as well. Yes, we are doing that, but that's we're gonna, <laughs> we're, that's a whole other thing we're doing. Um, I'm sure you'll hear about it all year. You are going to hear about it all year. But uh, one point for a correct game pick, and you get, was it, three points for hitting your hot two. take of the week? Two? Two okay. points for hitting your hot take. Hitting your hot take of the week. So we will all have hot takes about so one bad. of the games uh, <laughs> in some way, and we all have to deem a hot take appropriate by the other ones or we'll adjust it or throw it out the window. So we all agree on each other's hot takes and we'll pick points every year, every game all year long. I keep track of it. Last year, uh, Dom narrowly beat me and Josh was out of the water by week 14. Uh, I was like six points back. (laughs) No, you were not. (laughs) You were way further back. You were double digit back. There's no way it was more than double digits. I, I, I have, I had it. I can show you. I can look it up. I'll look it up. But you were, you were out of the water. Go back. Um, I will go back and look at once. Well, yeah, I will go back and look at some point. Anyways, now that you know the layout, we will get into the swing of things again. So we will start with the Thursday night football match between Tampa Dallas Cowboys heading to Tampa Bay. Gentlemen, I'm going to remind you once again before we talk about this game that Zach Martin will not play this game. So just keep that in mind. Not like we're, any of us are going to pick Dallas. But Josh, go ahead and tell me why Tampa's going to win this game. Tampa's going to win this game because they're the better team on all three phases of the game. And they're better coached every single way than the Dallas Cowboys. And they have the better roster in really every position group other than I think you could argue wide receiver, but I'd still lean towards Tampa. Maybe offensive line went healthy, but Tampa's offensive line is still pretty good. Tampa's really just the all-around better team every way you slice it up. Tampa's going to win this game. I think they're going to win big as well. I also like the over 51 and a half, but I think Tampa has a great first night. Yeah, contrary to what Tampa Bay looked like in week one last year, they've had a summer camp to warm themselves up along with some preseason football. I think it's going to play to their advantage here. And Dak still hasn't played yet. His MVP campaign doesn't start until after this game. Tampa Bay wins. Yep. Hey, it's you get 17 games. The first one doesn't count. Well, that's not true. It doesn't count. But <laughs> the joke. Yeah, I just want this on record. I should have said this when when Don was spouting his Dak stuff. Um, he's making this pick knowing that Dak's already going through this weird injury stuff. So don't pull out that excuse later if he misses a bunch of games, Don. I'm telling you that right now. I won't. No, I know exactly what he's gone through. Okay. Don't care. All right. Don't care. Still don't care. Yeah. Um, Tampa's going to win this game. I, I predict a blowout. Uh, it, I don't predict a blow just because I think Bucks are so much better than the Cowboys. I it really comes down to Dak just not getting any time on the field to me. It's gonna look rusty. Uh, I think Zeke's gonna do nothing. I'll shout that out. <laughs> Zeke's just gonna get eaten alive. Uh, they'll probably this. I would take the over still. I don't know. Yeah, Bucks are winning this One game. I don't, I don't. I don't really know what to say here. This this one's easy. This is an easy opening kickoff game, which we haven't had in who was last year's. Was last it was year's? it was Texans Chiefs. Okay, never mind. So this is well, yeah, I don't know that that one. That one might have that one. I might have picked even closer than this one to be honest. With the, you guys all agree that Tampa was probably the easiest game to pick this week, right? To win, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the biggest spread that in the Rams game and the Niners game. Yeah, yeah, the only one I would argue that was maybe more lopsided is the Niners, but I think Tampa definitely. With the new, with the new, with the new stuff out of Dallas's situation, this one's easier. Um, we'll move on to the Sunday game. The first game I have listed here from NFL.com is the AFC South's uh, crap bowl. Is what I'm going to call this game. Well, it's not actually the crap bowl anymore. It used to be. It has been for a hot minute. Uh, Jags at Texans. So this is uh, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence debut in Houston against nobody's, nobody's Tyrod Taylor, nobody's, nobody's Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So, Dom, <laughs> you want to tell me why the Jags are winning this game? Well, I'm going to tell you the Jags are going to win because I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing. No one really has a clue on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been assumed that he's not going to play. And when you look at it, most positions on the field, left tackle being one of the exceptions, the Jaguars are better than the Texans. And I think the Jaguars get one of their few wins right here. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going Jags too. Um, I think this is this is a game where we understand that the Jaguars offense is a little more lethal than we've thought before. Uh, I think I don't I do think it will start out slow, uh, but I think the, the Jags offense will have a big second half and they'll take this game away from whatever spread is going on here. Uh, and I will take the Jags to win this game. Easy starts, easy starts, Josh Jags, obviously. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags here. I Texans are just a dumpster fire right now. There's not too much else to say about it. I don't like picking rookie quarterbacks in their first game, but I think this is an exception here. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. All right. Simple enough. Simple enough. We'll move on to the next game. A much fun game. This is where I'm dropping my first hot take of the season, ladies and gentlemen. All right. This is going to be a hot take and seem kind of Homer, but I am going to get it out of the way because this is how I feel about this team. And I've preached about it a bit earlier, but it's time to put my money where my, my mouth, the money where my mouth is. I don't know. You know the saying I, it's I'm tired. Chargers win by double digit Grandpa. points against the Washington football team. Week one in DC. I'm very high on this chargers team. I think Justin Herbert is a very good player. Derwin James back Fitz magic is going to start out slow. I am going to call. I, I don't even think it might not even be an upset. I think the Chargers are the Chargers favorite. Who ha, who's getting three? The now? Chargers like are favored. Yeah, the Chargers From are. What favored. I saw was a pick them. I I, I thought it's it was, a it's a very small spread if there is. Okay, one. so double digits a valid hot take here, gentlemen. Sure. 10. sure. All right, so that's my hot take. Uh, I'm very high on the Chargers. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Justin Herbert especially Keenan Allen, wink, uh, go out there and do me right and win week one to start off hot for your playoff season. That's my hot take. Chargers, week Bad one. pick. You know how I feel about Washington. I think they start hot. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I knew you guys were both going to pick uh, Washington football team. I know I think the Chargers are a very good Chargers. team as well, but you know how I feel about Washington. <clears throat> Got to go hot. Got to get hot from somewhere, so... This is where I'm going hot. Put my money where my mouth is. Dom, I know you're picking football team. There's no shot. Of course, I'm picking football team. I will. Pick, I will pick the Chargers this year. Like they're they're much better than they were last year, but they weren't a good team last year. I think the football team defense is going to swallow up Justin Herbert. There's going to be a lot of loud football team fans there, and they're going to support the defense. 
They do exist. It's now when they play the Eagles, the Giants and the Cowboys, much larger fan bases on the East coast, they swallow them up. But uh, I think that the football team is going to be excited for this defense and the fans are going to show out and support and they're making it tough on Justin Herbert. Fair enough. All right. Uh, So that's our first little, that's our first split ever. I didn't think it'd take that long to get there and our first hot take. So that was fun. Um, We're back, baby. That really made me feel like I'm back to picking these back in the swing of things. All right. Next game. Uh, Another good game here. We have the Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. This should be a fun game between two potential playoff teams. Uh, Updates for this game. Carson Wentz expected to play this first game. So you will be seeing Wednesday boy out there at home in front of the glue factory faithful against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Dom, I'll go to you first here. What are you thinking? Who do you think takes this game? Yes. I mean, I've been very vocal about how I like Indianapolis and I think Seattle is going to end up in last place in this division. But the fact of the matter is, is that Russell Wilson starts off every year hot and I'm not sure I trust Wentz just yet in this Indianapolis system. I'm going to take the Seahawks on the road here. I will echo that sentiment. I will also be taking Seattle on the road. Don't like Wentz not getting that much time in Quinn and Nelson. It's not as big of an issue because he's an offensive lineman. I think this team starts off a bit slow. I think they get punched in the mouth week one DK go big Seattle go big. Uh, a lot of guys extended. They shored up everybody. They got Dwayne Brown. The contrast is that right? Dwayne Brown. Who who's their left tackle? He's paid. Yeah, it's Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. They just showed up Dwayne Brown. They extended Jamal Adams. Everyone's in. They're locked in for the season. They're going to start the season off hot. Give me Seattle. Could you imagine nine months ago sitting on this podcast telling us that I'd be the only one to not pick Seattle in a Seattle game? That is a bit of a surprising. That is a bit of a switch. Not switch up, but I'm going with Indy. I mean, I think this is a good team. I think the question with this team has always been Wentz's health, but I think Wentz is taking his time and should be ready now week one. And they've got their offensive line back. And I know Nelson's feeling good as well. And I think they're well coached and it's a long trip for Seattle to make on week one. And I'm going with the home team here. Fair enough. This should be a close game. I could see, I I could understand arguing either way with it. So there we go. Uh, We'll move on to what I think will be a game of the week. All right. Yes, I just said it. I know it's going to be a game, not because of the score, but I just think of like the implications. Of course, the geniuses at the NFL schedule bakers made the week one game Jets at Panthers. It's just it's poetic. It's poetic. And um, I will start this one off. Uh, This this was I debated this being my hot take game, but uh, Panthers are definitely winning this game. I think they win it big. Uh, I think Sammy D has his his revenge game. I think this is Sammy D revenge game. There's there's no other way to put it. Uh, so I will take the Panthers. Hot. You took the words right about right out of my mouth, Leo. It's really that easy. All you need to say about this game is four words: Sam Darnold's revenge game. Give me Carolina. All right. This is a little weird because B and Josh aren't at each other's throats already, and we're now like agreeing with each other. I don't I don't know if this is what's going on here. This a little is weird. weird. A little weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, you did disagree on the Seattle and Indy game, but yeah, but we like we like agree, you agree that it's going to be a close. It was game. a civil disagreement. It, it was, was a weird. civil disagreement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to take Carolina here. I think it's about a touchdown game. I don't think either of these two teams are that great, and I think that the Jets have enough talent that they're going to stay in it, but they're uh, they're still going to try and figure out some stuff. And I obviously like Carolina. 
There we go. All right. Uh, we move on to the next game on the slate. A little bit of an easier one, in my opinion, here, unless anyone's feeling hot. Uh, this is Vikings at Bengals. Uh, I will say that I don't like everything coming out of the Vikings camp. They seem to already have some rifts with the team. I don't really want to get into COVID and vaccine stuff because this isn't a pol- political show. Uh, but uh, Zimmerman is not happy with his vaccination numbers. And one of those people is Kirk Cousins. And that has been vocal the entire camp. Zimmer. Zimmer. Sorry. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I Regardless, I'm still going to take the Vikings to win week one. Their offense is just too talented. That defense is going to get run over. And Burrow is going to be eaten alive. Vikings have enough coverage to not have to blitz him, in my opinion, enough. Uh, and so I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings. I, I feel like we're all going Vikings here, right? We're not. Yeah, I like Mini as well. I think Cincinnati's just bad. I don't think Burrow is going to be what they wanted him to be. And I think that you're hearing some things out of the Jaguars camp that hasn't been good about him. Of course, some problems with Jamar Chase as well. I think there's a Jaguars, lot of bad issues Jaguars going camp? on. No, around Cincinnati camp. Yeah, you said Jaguars camp. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. And yeah, then you're good. <laughs> no, but Jamar had the issue. Burrow, I don't think, is going to be too strong coming back. And I think Zach Taylor could be on the hot seat at the end of this year as well. That's a situation I'd watch out for if I were him. I like Minnesota here, even though I don't think they're that good of a team either. Good takes. I like it, Josh. That's what I'm thinking. Again. I agree about Zach Taylor and um, wide receiver number one, right, Leo? Jamar Chase. Listen, uh, I will always defend LSU receivers, no matter t- to the end of my day. That's my that's my <laughs> that's my thing. So hopefully his drops are uh, not a problem. We'll see. Yeah, doesn't change the fact that someone drafted him as their wide receiver one in our fantasy. Oh, that is a funny joke. Yeah, Josh. Okay, I know you don't like fantasy football, but I have to tell you about this because it's the funniest thing. We play a three wide receiver, like starting wide receiver league. And oh. somebody drafted so many running backs that their wide receiver won this season is Jamar Chase. Like they're nice. That's how bad they're. T- <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's gonna be rough. That, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back to what's important. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they win by about, you know, a touchdown or so three and a half point favorites on the road. Three. All right. So we're all back to some uniformity. In, uh, with these picks. Next game, I know for a fact that we all will be picking the same as well. There's no shot. We don't, with the takes we've had against one of these teams, there's no shot. Anyways, Cardinals traveling to Tennessee to start off the season. This will also be a game to watch, in my opinion. Uh, this game could go for 100 points. Close, in my opinion. It could it could really get that high. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to go Cardinals because like we've said, Tennessee's defense is suspect, suspect with a slice of suspect. So I will go Kyler, the Carolina gang, JJ Watt going to show out in a stadium that he's played in a bunch. I hopefully, I don't know. I'll go Carolina. I feel like we're all going Carolina or, or am I wrong? Arizona, you mean? Or- Sorry. Good catch. Yes. Cardinals. Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. I'm- I'm going with Arizona as well. I cannot believe they're getting three points. I think that they're clearly the better football team. I agree with you as well. This is going to be a very high scoring game. I like the over 52 as well, but I like Arizona here big time. Oh my God. 52 is the line. If not more 52 is the line. One of these teams could score near 52. That's nuts. Uh All right, Dom. Yeah, I like Arizona. My hot take is that they're going to win by more than a handful of points. So they're going to win by six plus points. There's my hot take. Uh, Last year, they surprised everyone by going on the road and beating the San Francisco 49ers in week one. 
I think they did the same thing here, even though this is a lot less of a surprise because the Tennessee Titans weren't, of course, in the Super Bowl the most previous year. But the Titans, very talented team, made the playoffs the last couple of years, have some premier players. Uh, but I think Arizona is a much better team. Josh, do we need to bump that up to win by a touchdown? No, if I remember correctly, what we did last year was seven points double the spread. So he's allowed to do that. Well, they're dogs. So yeah. So you're good on minus five and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty easy hot take to be honest. I guess I agree. we're all, we're on the same wave with them. So that makes sense. Uh, all right. We move on to the, I guess, arguably we already talked about it. second easiest game to pick here. The fully healthy Niners for now are heading out to Detroit to kick off their season. We just get this one out of the way. Easy gentlemen, just Niners win. Yeah. We all like San Fran. I'm assuming. I think this is a really interesting game to watch though, just to see how Jimmy plays. Obviously Trey Lance is sitting behind him and breathing down his neck. And it's going to be interesting to see when Shanahan chooses to make that decision. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes the whole year without doing it, to be perfectly honest with you. It's going to be a really interesting team to watch this year because they could be really good. And they also have a quarterback scenario going on, which is a really interesting thing to pay attention to. I can't remember a team that's been this good with two different quarterbacks who can start for a really long time. So definitely an interesting team to watch. I'm going to be interested to see how Jimmy looks, but I think they're going to win this one very easily. And here comes Dom with the Jared Goff revenge tour Lions pick, correct, Dom? That right? Absolutely not. Well, Jared Goff <laughs> sucked against the 49ers. So that will wrap that conversation up. I think that the 49ers handle business here and they walk out of Detroit with the W. But playing in Detroit early in the season when the fans still have some hope isn't the easiest it's not thing. The, in the easiest world. thing. Yeah, that's true. Ford Field gets loud. Yeah. Shout out Lions fans, by the way. They're honestly. Pretty loyal bunch. They very do. loyal bunch. Because Detroit fans are very loyal. loyal. Still a Lions fan after what they've been through recently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Detroit fans are like sneaky, like one of the most respectable fan bases. Anyways, I'm just saying Detroit fans in general, by the way. I'm not just saying Lions. Uh, well, they got a gift in Cunningham. <clears throat> they did, and they're going to probably waste him. Um, we'll move on to the next game here. All right, we've arrived at our first game of you know a team sorry let me rephrase this right a member of the podcast's team this is the first game of all the ones we're gonna talk about if we all remember the rules that means josh gets to talk about this game last because we're talking about josh's team here steelers at bills dom me and you i feel before we let josh go on is 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 starting the season rant we're, we're both calling bills here right there's no way we pick steelers yeah, I'm going Bills. Uh, just going to throw a spoiler out there. I did pick the Steelers plus six and a half. I think it's going to be a decently close game. I think that the running attack now with Najee Harris and you know a healthier Big Ben is going to make it a closer game than what it was in Buffalo last year. But the Bills still win. They're one of the best teams in football. And I think the Steelers still look good. Wait a minute, Dom. That's kind of off brand. Because you used to talk about all last season about how the O-line is the problem with the rushing game. Yeah, no, but it's going to be better now that they have a, you know, more competent, fresh running back. Mm, And Big Ben's healthier than when they played up in uh, in Buffalo. Mm, Okay, okay. Just checking. All right, Josh. I wouldn't be so sure about Ben being healthier. All right, Josh, here's your, uh, the floor is yours, man. Kick it off with your first Bills game. I'll tell you this much. I think six and a half is a great number for this. I really don't know where to lean on that, but I do have the Bills winning this game. 
I think I'm. it's going to be a really exciting matchup to see this kind of mini rivalry, I guess you can call it, face off again. Of course, the 2019 game on Sunday Night Football where the Bills clinched a playoff spot. And then, of course, last year's 2020 game on Sunday Night Football as well with the first Taron Johnson pick six. Of course, the second one was even better, but first one was still fantastic. And that was a great game as well. We've seen two great games out of these two teams. It's going to be exciting to see a third one in a day game at home on a nice September day as opposed to in December. I think I have the Bills winning this one. I think it's going to be a great game. I think the biggest challenge is going to be handling TJ Watt if he does play. Of course, there's been some rumors going around with him and his contract situation and all that that he might not play. I would expect him to play on Sunday. But containing him and containing Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be a big challenge for this offense, but this offense is capable of handling a lot of challenges. So that'll be something I think they're capable of. Another thing I'm going to be watching very closely as I will be watching all year is the defensive line to see how the rotation works with some of the new guys that have been added, of course, getting started with Lele back, drafting Boogie Basham and Greg Rousseau. I think this defensive line is going to be the key to success for Buffalo if they want to go win the Super Bowl. There you have it, Bills fans. Your first Josh Golden... Pick a pick rant. I know, I rant's the wrong word. Speech. We'll give it speech. Rant rant is if you guys speech. are losing. Speech. Thanks, Dom. Um, we will move on to the next game, which is uh funnily enough, is another team supported by the podcast team. So it is Eagles at Falcons, a bird fight. Uh, I will be going last here with how we're feeling with this game. Josh, we're gonna run it right back to you. How are you feeling about this game? I, it's an interesting one for sure. I didn't feel great about it, to be honest with you. I think both these teams stink. I went with Atlanta because I trust the veteran quarterback week one more as opposed to the first time week one starter. Both rookie head coaches, which is a little nerve wracking in this game. It'll be interesting to see how they face off against each other. I'm going to go with the veteran quarterback here in the, I guess, more known product in Atlanta. All right, Dom, share that sentiment. I'm going to rock out with Leo's Eagles here, actually. Like, like Josh said, I don't think either of these two teams are that great. So it makes for a really tough game to pick. But as Leo was flapping his Eagles wings, uh, I do think that there is a lot of talent here on the Eagles team. And a lot of it was injured for last year. And I think that the Eagles defense is much better than the Falcons. I think they can win a nail biter. Uh, I want Josh. I just want you to know that Dobbs only picking the Eagles because he drafted Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders to his team. That's the only reason. That's so. not true. Not true. It's all fantasy oh, motivated. Heard it here first. Fantasy team. Heard it here first. It's all fantasy motivated. Listen, Dom had some great points. All right, I'm also going birds here. You can call me a homer. Uh, I'm oh, gonna go on my fair. speech. Uh, you're, you're going birds here, huh? Ah, oh, shoot. Okay. You know what? Nobody <laughs> calls the Falcons the birds. Nobody does that. It, it, that's a that's a connotation for the Eagles. Let's the be real. dirty birds. The Falcons are, or are you talking yeah, about the Falcons that? are the yeah. dirty birds. Yeah, whatever. We're the birds. We're the birds that don't choke in Super Bowls. So I don't care. Um, so I'm gonna be going with the Eagles here. All right, Week One. It's not even really about Jalen Hurts. It's more about I th- what Dom was talking about. Listen, this O line was stupidly banged up last year and stupidly banged up early. When it's healthy, it is a top seven top, you know, like the probably like the fifth best offensive line in the league. I will stand by that till the day I die. You put that with Jalen hurts and some quick, quick, great options on the outside. Devonta Smith, 
Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, Miles Sanders. You have a lot of options, but the big thing is that defense is, is trash. Uh, Atlanta's defense is if Dallas is the worst, Atlanta is probably gonna finish like 29th or 30th. I think that the Eagles, like you talked about the talent defensive end will disrupt Matt Ryan enough and the Eagles will win a close game to kick off the season kick off the year right and we'll see how we go from there i don't think we're gonna win a lot more games after this but i'm really confident about this first game i'm gonna rock birds go birds baby here we come all right so we all went we all right so we got a bit of a split with that one um we'll move on to the next game this is also a very good game to watch it is the uh first afternoon game it is the Browns at the Chiefs. So about between two predicted playoff matches. Dom, we'll go to you, you here first. What do you think of this game? Because it certainly isn't a very easy game to pick in my mind. No, I mean, this is a, two of the higher profile teams in the league. I think that one team has a very good offense and that's about it. And I think the other team also has a good offense and a very good defense. And I'm going to pick that team. I'm going to take the Browns here in week one. They're going to go on the road in their arrowhead and shock some people. And I think it's going to be awesome. All right. I'm going to quote the great LeBron James here. Cleveland, this is for you. I'm dropping my hot take right here. I got the Brownies winning this one. I think they start out hot in Kansas City. They got a lot to prove in this game. I could argue that they're the team with the most to prove in the NFL this year. And it's not so often that you get an opportunity to prove it like this in week one on the road in Kansas City. I think Cleveland's so motivated to get this win. I think they come out hot out of the gates in this one. I think Mahomes stumbles a little bit. And I think we see the Browns go on and win an arrowhead. Hate to be a party pooper of this brigade, but uh, I'm not picking against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, uh, especially with the offensive line additions they've made to this team. This offensive line's scary. Uh, I, I I hate I hate to say it. I, I gotta roll Mahomes and the Chiefs. I hate to be the party pooper. Arrowhead gets really loud. Like the old line moves. Andy Andy Reid, go to coach Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league. Sorry, Baker. I also think that the offensive line needs some time to gel. And I think that a player like Miles Garrett can certainly expose that offensive line in their first week playing together in real football action. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from with that, but the additions they made were at tackle and they are both veteran guys. So I don't think that applies as much because tackles don't have to do as much compared to those interior linemen from a play standpoint. I, I, I see where you're coming from, Dom, but I'm still going to roll. For some reason, I'm the only person rolling the Chiefs. Uh, so I will roll Chiefs. That is all the hot takes we uh, for week one out of the way, by the way. So keep notes of those. We each have hot takes. I'll, I'll give a little update here. So we have me taking the Chargers big. We have Dom taking the Cardinals big. And we have Josh taking the Browns big. So no, just Browns outright, right? Browns oh, I, to win. Yeah, yeah six I, and a half point dog. So taking I, the win. I mean, that's still, that's still saying Brown's big. I'm just saying Brown's big. Cause like they win. Sure. All right. I'm good with that. Let me make it clear. It's Leo. You had chargers. I think minus nine and a half. You said, yes. and then Dom said minus five and a half on Arizona. Correct. All right. Uh, we will move on to the next game here, which, you know, it's sad. This game isn't the clash of the QBs. Like it has been so many times anymore. This is a little heartfelt note. Uh, Key note to say here is also, sorry, the game is Packers at Saints. This game will not be played in New Orleans due to the devastating hurricane. Hope everybody's staying as safe as they can out there in New Orleans. It will be played in Jacksonville uh, and as they play in Houston. So it's a home game for the Saints, but they're not playing 
in the Superdome. But but the other thing I want to say about this game is this used to be Rogers breeze for the longest time, and it's for the first time it is not, and it's kind of sad. It's a little it's a little sad note. So I want to get that out of the way. Regardless, I do think the Packers when come out of this game and punch the Saints in the mouth. I don't really Jameis isn't going to be able to do enough in my opinion. So I'm a roll pack. I wouldn't go as far as punch the Saints in the mouth. I do think the Saints are a solid football team, and I'm not too high on the Packers. I am picking Green Bay here. I think they are the better team, and I think they're the more experienced team. Of course, Rogers at the helm and Winston getting his first week once starts here in New Orleans is going to take some time to get adjusted to being the lead guy in that locker room. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers to start the season, even though I don't love the situation that he's in right now. Obviously, he doesn't either, but I don't love the way that things are feeling in that locker room right now. I think there's a lot of distractions. I don't love the way Green Bay looks all year, but I think they start with a win week one. Hey, man, I'm smoking that last dance pack. This Packers team's going to look great. I don't agree. All right, Dom, you rolling pack or you you pack in their bags? Can I can I interrupt? Actually, Dom, make your pick, then we're going to have this discussion. So, on paper, the Green Bay Packers are the much better team, but the game of football is played by people and people on the field. And the people of New Orleans have been devastated over the past oh. week and a half. And I think that New Orleans Saints and famous Jameis are going to show out for the people of New Orleans. And I think they're going to shock the Green Bay Packers. They're going to shock the football world in the state of Florida. They're going to do this. But you know what? Who played college football in the state of Florida? Up in that northeast corner or up in that north Listen, man, portion I of don't, Florida? I don't think Jameis Winston. I don't think anyone Tampa Bay, what Jameis Winston was doing up there. Tampa Bay was not his vibe. But you know what? North Florida, that's where he was vibing. And he's going to vibe in Jacksonville. And the Saints are going to come out. With a nice win. You guys know how much I dislike the Saints here, but I, I I just get this weird vibe. Like, you know, not all games go like they're supposed to. So I got a feeling that the Saints will carry over the bad football luck that Aaron Rodgers has in Florida. I think the Saints win this game. I don't mind that pick. You missed the opportunity to look at a highlight of a college football game last week and talk about Tulane football, how they came out and played much better than they should have in a game against Oklahoma. And the Saints could try to do the same thing to inspire the city of New Orleans. I like your thought process there, but I am still picking the Packers. The other thing I wanted to talk about, Leo, you mentioned that last dance pack, and it gave me a weird thought. I want to know your guys' opinion on. Do you think we're looking at this Aaron Rodgers situation differently? Had it happened before the last dance documentary came out? I mean, I, I would I would argue yes because there's not like such a funny meme to 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 like attach to it. Like there's nothing as good to attach to as the Last Dance. So I agree. I I think we're looking at it a little differently because we just relived what Michael Jordan did in his Last Dance. And don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers is a great athlete. He's not Michael Jordan. No. All right. I don't think this is going to work out perfectly in Green Bay. I think there's just too many distractions out there. I don't think it's going to work. All right, fair. I mean, that's a that's a fair opinion. For, I I I understand where you're coming from on that one, uh, but I I just like I'm just writing the meme of this is the last dance pack, so this team's gonna look really great. I I will but I will binge. You wouldn't have been saying that if this were last year before last dance came out. That's you're why right. I think it's such an interesting. Yeah, that's situation, funny. It's but. funny, but I, I kind of like I kind of like it just for the jokes to roll with it like that because yeah. I really like all those. I've seen a couple of funny videos about it. Uh, regardless, we will move on to the next game which is Broncos at Giants. This is an interesting game because there's some diff- there are some very polar opinions about the New York Giants on this podcast. So this will be fun. In the about. Denver Broncos. So I'm just going to get this thing started. You guys know how much I like Denver this year. I think they walk into York and I think they, they mash them. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos here. I'm going Broncos to shut down the Giants offense and win this game. So I will take Uh, the Broncos. I am going with the New York football Giants. I have made it clear that I believe in Danny Dimes, and I think he's going to show it early. That's, this is exactly how I expected these picks to go. That's why I'm not really that shocked. Uh, this this is exactly how I thought this this game would go. So this, this will be fun to yeah, watch. I mean, I mean, you could have made probably 14 of my 16 picks for me at the very least, and I probably could have done the same for you because we know all of our opinions at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, we will move on to the next game. This is another fun game to watch. Uh, this is Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Mac Jones headed New England Patriots. Listen, I'm going to do it. The disciple comes into into Gillette, disrupts the young quarterback with his disruptive defense and wins the first division game against the Patriots. I'm going to roll Dolphins. I'm rolling Fins. It's going to be close, but I think it's going to come down to Mac Jones peeing his pants out there when Xavier Howard picks him off for the third time. Now, I don't, that's not actually going to happen. I'm just like painting a picture. Anyways, I'll move on. I'm going Dolphins. At least he's not seeing ghosts or anything, right? Ah, good one. That's a good one. I um, like one. I'm going with New England. It's Bill Belichick in week one. He's had a lot of time to prepare for this matchup, and I think he's going to show it. Again, I don't like picking rookie quarterbacks in their first start, but we know how I feel about Mac Jones. He's a very smart kid. That's what they've been saying all of camp is that he impressed with his intelligence, and I think he'll show it. And I think he's going to do something special at home with the best coach in the history of football. Um, I'm assuming New England for you as well. Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. I mean, I made it abundantly clear when we talked about this division on our last podcast that I think the Patriots are a better team. And also Miami doesn't have a great history of going up into New England and winning. I know they did two years ago, but it's normally the other way around. Miami beats them. In Miami, New England beats them. In Boston, it's exactly what happened last year. None of the games were even close. I'd imagine this is still a close game because these are two defensive-minded teams. But I think New England gets it done and Mac Jones gets his first win. I appreciate I probably will end up picking Miami when the game is in Miami. I appreciate you gentlemen being so gracious to me and bestowing on me a gift of a free point in the start of the season. I appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll move on to the next game, uh, the final Sunday night game. This is the Sunday night football game. And this is the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. You know what's nice, Josh? Dom, you have to talk last. You better not say anything. I'm so happy I get to do this, by the way. Josh, do you know what's nice for the Rams about this game? What? Guess who they're not playing? The Jets. They're not playing the New York Jets, baby. (laughs) Football's back. That's great. Football is back. Dom is so pissed. Um, Anyway, we're all going to pick the Rams. Here, here, hold on, Leo, Leo. Hold on, Leo. I'm going to make a deal with you. (laughs) Oh, okay. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, you can't make a Jets joke to me. All right, that's fine. If, but deal. If, if they don't and we tie, or if Josh and I tie, you guys win the tiebreaker over me. Okay. All right. So obviously, like, there's going to there's gonna be, like, a leeway, like, you know, well, unless the Rams miss the playoffs, which none of us think is going to happen, then automatically the tiebreaker. But if the Rams make the postseason, we'll see what that – the tiebreaker between us two is going to be if the Rams win the Super Bowl or not. And then you guys can figure out your own tiebreaker. But that, sure. that is the deal. 
I will do anything to please, keep Please, please, Stafford, please. I will do please. anything to keep please. this joke alive. Please. It's the only, it's the most, it's the biggest running joke in Split the Seam. Like, we don't have a joke that we've called back to yet this much. I, there's no shot. Well, uh, I mean, we don't have a joke that we've gone back to this much because I, I don't think my team has, Leo. And correct me if you're wrong, I don't think your team has either. My team doesn't I don't think either of our teams either, lost to the yeah. Jets. So. No. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> no. Uh, it's hard God to in our, in our home about it to anyone else. In our home stadium, by the way, it would never happen at home. Never. On the road. And I probably be the, shouldn't be the one referencing this because the Bills do have to play the Jets twice a year every year. So eventually you think luck might run out, but you know what? I, I don't think luck's going to run out. I don't think anyone's losing to the Jets anytime soon. You know what's funny, Josh? My team also plays the Jets this year, so we'll, let's pray to God. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go Rams. Um, there's no reason not to. This is just going to be the game that shows that's going to light a fire under Bears fans' butts because they're going to yeah, start Yeah, uh, uh, that's what I was going to say. I just want to interrupt. We're all going to pick the Rams here, so instead of talking about the Rams, let's say how long it takes until Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth say they should put Justin Fields in. Uh, probably I'll give it... Second half. Middle, I'll take middle of third quarter. I was going to say end of the first quarter. I was going to say middle second quarter. Okay. After Dalton throws. I, I just wanted all that on the record because we know it's going to happen. Yeah, it will. All right. Dom, do you want to do a little speech now? Because you're obviously picking the Rams first one of the season. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do a speech or anything, but I, I do think the Rams win this game. I do think they cover. I think it's probably a 13-point game-ish, but... Uh, I'm watching for two things. I'm watching how the secondary reacts after losing Troy Hill and John Johnson this past year. Jordan Fuller is going to be the captain of the defense. I'm watching to see how he directs the defense and how it's run under Raheem Morris, new defensive coordinator after Brandon Staley went across town to become the Chargers new head coach. And I'm also excited to see how far Matthew Stafford throws the football because he's had a, uh, a finger procedure this off season uh, and Jared Goff didn't throw the football very far down the field, and that didn't allow for the short and medium range passes to be as open as Sean McVay and the Rams would like them to be. So I'm interested to watch those two things. Other than that, I uh, I look forward to watching the Rams again. All right, nice and smooth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the last game of week one here. Uh, we full 16 games we're getting for now. Uh, this is the final one. This is the Ravens traveling out to Vegas to play the Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry, that was obvious. Uh, gentlemen, I think we're all just going to agree on this one. No one's going Raiders, right? No, I'm no. going with Baltimore. I am disappointed to see that this is the Monday night game. I think this is a pretty uneventful game, to be perfectly honest with you. And I'm going to go with Baltimore because they're the better team. I'm not that interested in this game. I'm obviously going to watch it because it's all Monday Night Football. But I think they could have done better with scheduling. I don't like that they're only doing one Monday Night Football. Yeah, game wait a minute. Either, but yeah. No, boo. That's always fun how to kick off the season. You're correct. right. They should have two. I don't like that. And even Man. if they don't have two, it's fine if they have one. As long as it's one good one. This isn't even one good one. I feel like we kind of got screwed here. Anyway. I'm taking Baltimore to win. I'll probably take a minus the four and a half. I also like the over 50 and a half, just like I did in the Thursday night game. I think both those games are going to be big time points factors. Who's in the booth for Monday night football now? Is it, is it, is it anyone? Different? It's still Brian Greasy, um, Steve Levy 
and Lewis Riddick. I thought they did a good job last year. Why did I think all I know is the 10 times Eli and Peyton do their coverage? I will be watching that. Are they not rolling week one? I don't think they are. No. Why did I think Jason Wynn was going to be involved with this Monday Night Football broadcast? Okay, whatever. Um, I don't know. That was random. Anyways, that was my little tidbit. Gentlemen, that's. Uh, so I, this, this is, this is my opinion of Jason Wynn. Uh, he was my favorite cowboy and that's coming from like, you know how you always have a guy that you love yeah. on like the team you hate the most. That was my guy, my entire childhood. So good. That's my wooden opinion. I, I, I'm right yet answer. to find a new, I, I, I'm yet to find a new cowboy for that. It's, it's seeming like it's going to be Dak Prescott, which is interesting. Which, that's gotta be way worse. I mean, yeah, he's the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Wynn was like, hard to hate. Win was so hard. I mean, it's really hard to hate Dak too, especially dude's been through stupid amount of things. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, that's week one. So there we are guys. Uh, we somehow got through this without coming for anyone. I, we will get a lot more ruthless with each other. Once we have games to reflect on, that's what I have to say. We don't have anything to back stuff up yet. I'm going to go real quick. Didn't prepare for this quick question. Can't say your own team. What game are you most excited to watch this week? Browns. No, in week 11. Okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be flipping back to Cardinals Titans a lot. I cannot wait to see that sh- offensive show. Whew. I mean, nuts. I think I got to go Browns chiefs as well. I know that's the easy pick, but I, I think Cleveland just has so much to prove and this is just such a great spot for them to do it. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a safe pick, but I just can't wait for the offensive firepower in Cardinals Titans. Oh my God. Whew. Crazy. That's game. going to be a good one. Like the over there as well. Yep. Uh, so we'll move on. Usually we, this is where we end the show. Going to final thoughts, but we do have some a little more questions that they're out there. So we will go first to, we'll start with sleeper playoff team. I think it's a good first one to start with. So Dom, who is a team that I, the, the stipulations are a team that's not projected in the postseason now, or is at least like, you know, like they're not a shoe in that you think will be a playoff team. So, I mean, a team that I think a lot of people aren't projecting to be a playoff team that I think will be is the Broncos. I've already touched on them. A team that I think that really is a sleeper playoff team for me, I think is the Saints. I mean, they lost some talent. No longer Drew Brees at quarterback for the first time in a very long time. The Buccaneers, they're stealing all the headlines because they won the Super Bowl and they're returning all 22 starters. But I think the Saints and James Winston, he looked a lot better this preseason. They're still a talented team with a very experienced head coach. I think that the Saints could surprise some people this year. And I don't have them in my playoff picture, but I think they could make it. Okay. Josh. The New York football giants. I knew it. I knew that was coming. I've made it clear. I think you have figures it out. I think he does. I, I think you put him in the right situation there with you're adding Galladay, getting Saquon back. The line's looking a little bit better. I think Kadarius Tony's going to do a lot for this offense too. I think it's got to click for him this year. I do. All right. This is pretty scorching hot, but I, I, I like this team a lot. So I'm going to go with it. I'm sticking in NFC South Panthers sleeper, sleeper, sleeper playoff team. I love this offense. I'm high on Sam Darnold. Their division is top heavy. 
I think they can do it. I think they can sneak into the playoffs. It probably won't happen because the NFC West is, is in the way, but I like the Panthers team. I'm going to go them with them for my sleeper because there's it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to predict, to be honest. So I'll go Panthers. Hopefully we'll catch a game down there because I have family around Charlotte. Um, so yeah, there's a sleeper team. What are we doing next? Are we giving our Super Bowl matchup? Didn't we have a full season hot take as well? Oh yeah. Okay. We should, we'll go there first. All right. What's a Josh, what's your full, what's your full season hot take? I have made it clear and I'm going to make it even more clear. I just put the money on it today. Plus 2,800 odds to win the NFC. I am going with the Washington football team. I think that they have the defense to get it done. Defense wins championships. This team reminds me a lot of that 2015 Broncos team that won the Super Bowl where you have a defense that's just unbelievable out of this world and a quarterback on his last legs, who certainly does not have the athletic ability anymore, but neck up is one of the best in the league and he's not going to lose you any games. I think this is a good situation for Fitzy. I think this is a great team for Riverboat Ron, and I think he leads them to the Super Bowl. All right. Wow. I wasn't expecting that, Uh, but I like that. Uh, I think the Cardinals are, I think the Cardinals are a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense this year. They get the top wildcard spot. And I think that they make a run towards the NFC championship game this year. I think that Kyler was super impressive last year. I I think I just stole stuff from Leo. Uh, the team was super impressive last year until Kyler got hurt on Thursday night football. He ended up playing through the injury, but the offense and Kyler was never the same in the entire He's kind of like Fernando Tatis jr. But not as good. Uh, they kind of just like build off his energy. And, uh, and when he had to find some way to bring Fernando Tatis into the conversation. And (laughs) and when he's not showing as much energy, like Fernando Tatis Jr. Hasn't showed as much energy as of late, the team just kind of like collapses with him. So I think that Kyler shows a lot of energy, top 10 offense, top 10 defense. And the Cardinals are a shoe in for the playoffs by like week 13 or 14. Okay. That's not my hot take. Well, mine was that they're top ten, top ten NFC, defense, top ten. NFC offense. Championship is uh, is going to include the Arizona Cardinals from the wild card spot. They will make the NFC Championship game. That is my hot take. Well, we may as well jump into it. Who are they going to face in the NFC Championship game? Who are they going to face in the NFC Championship game? That's a quality question. That is a very quality question. I'm I'm very I mean, torn on this one. So I, I it's, on. it's it's hard. I, I think you're crazy to not say Tampa. Uh, yeah, I, it's 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 the Bucks. Yes, it's Tampa. I mean, it, that was the challenge for me with Washington was that it's going to be hard to see a team get past Tampa. But they were the team that challenged them the best in the playoffs last year, and I think they'll be able to challenge them pretty well when they get another opportunity. That's going to be a slugfest of a game. And it's going to be a low scoring, tight defensive game. And I'm going to really look forward to that one in the NFC championship game. But I do have Washington over Tampa. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. Super Bowl slump. Bucks are going to get bounced. This is this is all for the storyline. I don't really care if this blows up in my face. Bounced by the Packers. It's Packers Cardinals NFC championship. There we go. That'd be a fun game. It'd be so fun because you because they Correct played each other in the wrong, playoffs. But the a last lot. time they played in the playoffs was the overtime game. Yes, it was. That was one of the best football games I've ever seen. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up the storyline and my hot take. 
So I'll say uh, that's my NFC Championship game is Packers Cardinals. That was Carson Palmer playing quarterback in that game, right? Yes, that was Carson Palmer. Very nice. Dom, who you got? I have the Bucks beating the Rams in the NFC Championship game. I saw that one coming. That's what I figured. Figured, you know, I might as well. Like, I think the Rams are good. And then, uh, so I'm basically predicting that you will still be able to make the Jets jokes. Thanks, Dom. Great. Thank you, Dom. Looking forward to continuing to do that. We better get a lot of them in this year if they start making a postseason run. Josh, we might as well just like hammer them. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. AFC side, Josh. I know I one of your teams. A, I think we see a rematch. Bill's Chiefs. I think the winning team will be the team who is playing at home. And I think that team's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Wow. All right. Um, I mean, I, that's my matchup. So I don't need to say much more. I'm not going to say who, who, who wins that matchup yet. Cause I will say it in my super bowl. I I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with that rematch as well. And you have the chiefs winning the game or the bills. I'm going to say that once we get to super bowl matchup. Okay. I, I didn't say well, one that I one. I, I could see it be, it could easily be Browns chiefs. We'll say that. It could be that as well. It could easily be Browns Bills, I really think, as well. I, I, I think yeah. the it could Browns be. are capable of knocking off either team. Yeah. Dom, was that what you were going to say? So I have the Chiefs. That I think the one seed is so important. I'm going to add that you don't have to play Cleveland in the divisional. I have the Chiefs winning into the AFC Championship game. I have them facing the Cleveland Browns. I have the Cleveland Browns as the three seed. They roll in the Buffalo and they win and then they roll in the Arrowhead and they win for the second time of the year. And I think the Browns are representing the AFC. I, wow. I, I, just, uh, I just have this vibe about the Browns, man. I'm hoping that they're not like the Padres and being a uh, shortened season, uh, COVID season fraud, but um, I'm buying in. The defense is going to be really good this year. The offense is going to be just as good. And they get Odell back, who, you know, the numbers pointed towards. That's something the that offense. people aren't talking about enough, that they're getting Odell Beckham back. I know the well, numbers said whatever, but you can't tell me that a team is going to be worse with Odell Beckham Jr. Right. No, no, that's not. Yeah, they can't be. <sighs> Dom's just riding the vibes, dude. That's that's his motto for this first episode. <laughs> it's just all vibes. All right. Super Bowl matchup, Dom. You got Tampa against the Brownies. Oh, well, I haven't even said mine. Lombardi. I haven't even said my matchup. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Uh, my matchup is is a quarterback duel of the century again it's rogers mahomes so that's my matchup packers okay. chiefs because we haven't seen that yet right because nope. because the one time mahomes played at green bay he was out and it was matt moore yep Wait, uh, matt moore came flew in from japan to play that game okay i don't even know who started it no it was matt moore was the backup quarterback yeah, I know. It's just a joke. Is Matt Moore, you know, the, yeah. the baseball yeah. player. Yes. Bad yeah. Phillies pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, we're like eight and two in his starts. It's hilarious. Anyway, he beat the Padres. So, yeah, he did. All right, Leo, who you got winning in? This is so tough. I'm going to go back and forth so many times. I really want to say Rogers to just smoke that last dance back. But Mahomes is going to re- Mahomes is going to recapture the, the Lombardi. Um Listen, as much as I dog on Josh for how um, elite he already thinks Mahomes is going to be, kid's going to get some rings. He needs another one. 
Chiefs enjoy. Like, I, I know you say it's crazy that I think the guy could win eight to ten rings. I, I think it would be crazy to say he's going to win less than four or five. Like I think it's crazy to say he'll win less than three. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl ring. Yeah, but that's I mean, because throw that out. Tom Brady every year. They also never really got to Tom Brady because they couldn't yeah. win the NFC Championship game. But that's I a mean, whole other issue. I don't know about four or five, Josh, but I think it's I think it's crazy to say that Mahomes will win two or less. Like he's gonna. I agree. That's why I think it's crazy, and I think he picks up his one here. I always like to pick the Chiefs at the beginning of the season. We'll see how I it looks later on. We always reserve the time to as long as we say we stink at picking things that we're changing our matchup. So, but I will go Kansas City Lombardi. Dom, mirror you. I'll go. Um, Cleveland, Tampa Bay in Los Angeles. I think that the coasts shine here. I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers repeat and they are crowned Super Bowl 56 champions. Another one. Just for my own sanity, is Brady going to run off into the sunset after this one? Nope. Uh, He might. It might be a Hollywood story ending. It might be. That's what I think. Winning one in your home state. Has he ever won a Super Bowl in California? No clue. I, that's not something that I typically look at. He hasn't won one in San Diego. I don't think there's ever been one played in Los Angeles. And then I don't has been one played in Los Angeles, but probably not during his time. Yeah, during his there time. Was definitely, and then, there was uh, definitely one in up uh, there. There was one in San Fran, but it was Peyton yeah, Manning in Super Bowl 50. Manning's, okay, yeah. There might have been another one up in San Fran, but I don't think he played in it. I don't know. It's a good question. Let me look. Anyway, I will go on to my Super Bowl prediction, but before I get to it, I want to talk about the storylines in this game because it would just be absolutely phenomenal. I got Washington playing against the Bills. So not only do you have Ryan Fitzpatrick playing against his old team in the Super Bowl, but you have Carolina Panthers fans sitting there and crying their eyes out because this is the head coaching matchup in this football game. You look back at their 2015 team that made the Super Bowl, and their head coach and defensive coordinator are now coaching against each other in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable storyline there. I don't know why you're even making me say it. I'm obviously going to take the Bills to win this game. This is the year. I've been saying it for multiple years now that the 2021-2022 season is the year. This is when it's going to happen. All right. I mean, can't say I did not see that coming. That was a lot of ne- double negatives. Can't. I can definitely say that I saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, it's predictable, but it's a respectable pick, obviously, because they're a great team. And I think this is the year. I really do. I didn't say you know, it was a stupid I, pick. So. I also thought this was the Potters year to win a championship, and I'm devastated watching Potters baseball right now. So I yes, hope that I you're not you experiencing that this was not the year before the season started. That is true. I just, I, I hope you're wrong. not. I never went back and looked at the recording. I'm 99% sure on one of our podcasts for Split the Seam podcast, not Split the Seam, Sports Nerds in the Morning podcast in senior year of high school. I was on the record saying that the Buffalo Bills would win the Super Bowl in the 2021 22 season. I'm fairly positive that I said that. I never went back and find the clip. One day I will actually do that. And when I'm right, it's going to be awesome. Well, we will have to see, huh? All right. That uh, wraps up episode 44, the one-year anniversary episode, the kickoff, the NFL season episode. It's a pretty sweet episode overall. Regardless, we'll move to final thoughts to close things out. Josh, right back at you. Final thought. 
What are you feeling? I, I didn't think of a final thought. So I am just going to say I am so excited for football to be back. This is truly the best time of the year. This is the best sport in the entire world. And sitting there watching college football last weekend, as great as it was, just made me realize how great the National Football League really is. I cannot wait to sit on my button, do absolutely nothing on Sunday other than watch football. And it's going to be absolutely awesome. This is the year the Bills win the Super Bowl. All right, Dom. Yeah, my final thought was going to be, and this is a thought that I've obviously portrayed for a long time. Josh has heard me. He strongly disagrees with me on this thought. But watching college football this weekend just fully reassured me how much better college football is than the NFL. You can wake up early in the morning and you can watch it all night long. You get the atmospheres that are just so much better than NFL atmospheres. The quality of football isn't as good. Like That's obviously not true. But you got from... The rude sandstorm uh, with the hokey crowd jumping up and down while the teams in the in the locker room, and then you got jump around on Saturday morning with the entire crew jumping up and down, everyone on the sidelines jumping up and down. The refs even were like, "All right, this is awesome." Just all day, you got the upsets. It's stuff that you don't just get in the NFL every Sunday. College football. It was good to have the fans back because the fans make college football more than the fans make the NFL really good and that's because the, that's because the football product is better in the NFL not going to sit here and deny that but just the football Saturdays are just unbeatable they're very beatable uh, here's what I'll they're say on, a weekly on that topic you cannot tell me that college football is better than the NFL until they make serious serious changes to the targeting rule also, that rule sucks it sucked for a long time it is I'm not going to deny that. Absolutely outrageous how much of an impact such a subjective call can have on a game. I, I, and the thing is, it shouldn't be a subjective call. The rules for targeting should be clear, and it just isn't at all. It all is right, well, so poorly officiated. <laughs> something needs to be done about that. Yeah, let's. We can launch into a 30 minute discussion on this. So I will, I'm yep. going to cut you off on that. Um, I will say here. Here's my final thought. This is all I'm going to say. Currently, at this moment of recording. The Syracuse men's football, men's football. Why do I say men's? Syracuse football is just as good as Alabama and Clem and Clemson right now. Wait, no, they're, better. they're better than Clemson. they're better than Clemson. They're better than um, North Carolina, and yep. they're better than Florida State. Yep, and we're just as good as Alabama. All I need to say: hashtag yep. hashtag Tommy DeVito the Truther. Going to be throwing up the grass this weekend after Tommy DeVito gets his revenge game against Rutgers. Jersey boy beats the Jersey team. Let's go, Tommy. Tommy DeVito stock and uh, Clemson stock because you had to throw up the X graph for Dom. I gotta uh, say, oh, I gotta say, Deuce see, Chestnut I deserve crap for that. Absolute monster. Deuce Chestnut is going to be a stud. Say what you want Deuce. about Syracuse football, but we are a defensive back. Factory. Yes. Top five defensive back school in the country. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but uh God, that was atrocious. <laughs> that was Ohio State, LSU, Florida, USC, Texas. Who was the last good defensive back out of USC? Okay, probably maybe not USC, but I mean Adore His Jackson. His name is an Andre really Cisco. Is that a Eagles defensive back from USC? No. no, he is now playing for Jacksonville and he's going to be an absolute stud. Oh, is that a Syracuse guy? Yeah. yeah. It's no Jerry Williams. 
Projected first round pick. Future first round pick. Deuce okay. Chestnut, future first round pick. The Rams are going to have a future first round draft pick at cornerback right now. Jack Jones, you don't hear me calling ASU DBU or a top five defensive back university factory in college Listen, football. Man, you should you should be standing our defensive unit because of our defensive coordinator. So, is he the former SDSU defensive coordinator? Yeah. Oh, that's. Um, is your Rocky coordinator Long. still Marvin Lewis? For ASU, uh, he's a... I think he's still the co-defensive coordinator. The The main play caller is... Uh, why am I why am I blanking on his name? He's he's the main guy that's like in the recruiting violations right now. Gotcha. I, really sh- I really shouldn't but, be But it's still the Herminator name. running the show. Yes, he's the head coach. Love All right. This has been enough ranting. <laughs> not ranting. This has been enough uh, banter. Let's close out. We'll close out the episode here. Thank you all for listening to episode 44. I'm sure next week episode will be just as spicy, just as fun after one week of NFL football and some outrageous takes off of one game. Uh, this has been episode 44. I already said that. Whatever. Enjoy the first week of football, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. <laughs>